What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome. The 105th episode of the podcast. Yes, it took us 45 minutes to figure out how to do this, you know, this thing we do every single week, but we are finally here. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's going on, Wink? Oh, I just figured out why you were sounding so quiet. I had the volume on my computer down. So, apparently, technology hates us. Um... Like, they changed the Skype app, and it's caused, like, this big, huge nightmare. We've been sitting here for, like, what, 40 minutes trying to figure out how to talk to each other over the internet. On top of that, my awful internet dropping out, you know, what, like, three times? It was oh, great. it's going to be a great oh, episode. The frustration, I was not frustrated at all. I have the <laughs> patience of a small child. I It's... It's amazing how well I've held myself together. I'll just say that. Uh, yeah, I've been pretty <laughs> impressed. They, uh, but the best news is that uh, I didn't get to look at the notes at all before the podcast. So we're coming at you live, raw, and uncut. So uh, be ready for that. So that's, that's, that's what's happening right now. But Indeed. My friend Wink is always good with setting everything up. So uh, I think that it, you're going to enjoy what we have to talk about today. Indeed, because I have a lot to I, uh, say. I'm really excited. I know you are. I know. I yeah. I knew you were going to be. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. All right. So why don't you tell everybody about the super exciting thing that we launched today? Finally. Drum roll. So today we finally launched. They are first shirt of the podcast. So basically, for the longest time, I, I, if you don't know, I'm a graphic design major. Major. I'm a graduate. I'm actually have my degree and everything. So I wanted to totally redo our logo to something that was easy to identify as us and ours and nothing else along with it. So our old logo had the Jedi logo in it, which is awesome, except that it is a trademarked unit that uh, belongs to Lucas. So I wanted to build something that was ours, that we could share, people could share it, use it however they want, whatever. So I made us a new logo. If you haven't seen it, it's up on the screen on Twitch. It's probably on your iTunes or Stitcher now at this point. Um, You can see it in podcast chat. But there's one new place you're going to be able to see it, and that is if you want to buy a shirt with the logo on it, we are now selling the shirt. So... They're pretty freaking sweet, man. I they can't are. wait to get mine. I'm excited. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's what four different colors. I think there's a uh, navy blue, charcoal black, uh, a lighter gray, and then the white, and they all look awesome. So if they you do. are interested in supporting us another new way, if you go to www.bonfire.com slash shattered order shirt, you can order your own shirt now and... Uh, Within a, we got about 13 days on this campaign for this shirt. So in 13 days, the shirts should ship, and we will all be able to get our shirts. And I'm telling you, I'm freaking stoked about it. So, oh, me too. I'm um, so excited. Yeah, it's gonna be sweet. So if you're interested, bonfire.com/slash shattered order shirt. We'd love to uh, see you guys represent the podcast. We know we will, and uh, maybe we'll throw a throw a section in uh, the podcast chat where people can show off in their sweet swag. So that'd be cool. Heck yeah. Um, that'd be really cool. Like it. Yeah. So that's the the newest thing going on with the podcast this week. Woo. Beyond just having a new logo in general. Yeah. But you know. the new logo is sweet. Uh, it is, it is looking really good. I like it. <laughs> so what have you been so. up to this week? Anything crazy? Um, you talking about in Swaga or outside of Swaga? I'm talking about you as a person. Me as a person, I've just been ridiculously busy. Um, yeah, just, just, just super busy. Uh, nothing, nothing too terribly exciting or anything of the sort. Just kind of a pretty typical week to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah, well, kind of. So I downloaded a new computer app, (laughs) uh, and this is kind of related what I'm talk- about what I'm going to talk about in a second. Related to what I'm going to talk about in a second. Words. There we go. Uh, so I down- <laughs> downloaded uh, Final Cut Pro, uh, which is, you know, like a video making app. So, you know, I'm a Mac user, so I've always used iMovie because it's already on my computer. But they have a deal like you can get a 30-day free trial of Final Cut Pro, which is like their uh, more professional video making software. So I download that and... As we'll get to about my how-to video on Phase 2 here in a second, uh, I've been using that, and it is absolutely awesome. It is amazing the stuff you can do with it. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty stoked to, um, you know, to maybe start using that in the future. Very nice, very nice. Well, hopefully yeah. we get to see the fruits of that labor very soon. So I just wanted to say that today was the... Hottest day of the year so far here. Yeah. It's, uh, oh man, it's been, it's been hot. Good news is I did not leave the inside of my house. So I've been, uh, I've been hobo, hobo Dan today (laughs) and, uh, just stayed in my house and avoided all that heat. So thank goodness. But, uh, since it is the hottest day of the year and my fan is not on, be prepared for the shininess to t- kick it up a notch today, indeed, it'll be it'll be amazing. At some point, watch... I'm gonna be rubbing my bald forehead here in about I... an hour or so. So, one thing I did notice is you have all of your fingers, so you didn't go all JPP on us this year. Uh, did you watch any exciting, awesome fireworks shows? Uh, I was content to open my back wind my back door. And we have a park right behind my house with a view fence, so I could see, nice. I could see stuff out there. I mean, that's it was my ha- my neighborhood was a war zone from about 
<laughs> 9 p.m. to about 1 a.m. Just nice. constant barrage. It was my dog. My dog, who's always hidden somewhere in the house, never seen, yep. was like cuddled up to me and my wife, scared crapless. Man. So Yeah, dogs do not do <laughs> fireworks. Yeah. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Yep. All right. Well, uh, why don't we go ahead and get into this? Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Was that loud or normal sounding? Sounded normal to me. Okay. Sounded very nice. Awesome. Well, yeah, let's talk about what we did this week in Swoga. So, I finally pretty much repeated my phase two with uh, the Boba lead, Sabine, Wampa, Hermit Yoda, and Grand Admiral Thrawn. Uh, I got <laughs> close to five million again. Couldn't quite get that five as the first number, but I'll get there. Um, yeah. So what was funny, I, that was actually today. And so I recorded a video and then I got a phone call and my app decided to crash so i had to redo the run and i really wasn't having an issue at all like i've pretty much figured out how to work the team and i can very consistently get over eight percent in phase two so that has actually been really really cool and like i said i did redo it ended up getting a pretty good video and i am working on a phase two video and i've pretty much got it mostly done i would say not completely finished uh doing a few final touches on it and figuring out a few things and so that'll be coming here really soon so if you want to know how to use that team there will be a video out super soon uh yeah it's it worked really well i i I like the team a lot and uh this will allow me to use grandmaster yoda somewhere else eventually i'll figure out something to use you know, someone to drop to put him in, but it's just the way the team works right now. It's just, it's really good and pretty consistent, honestly. And then the other thing I did, did uh, or, do what? Did you see what I got in phase two today with my Wampa team? I did not. It's because it was embarrassing. I think I got about 800,000. So I'm looking forward to this video because I've pretty much used Ooh. almost the same team as you talked about. And something is not working. So interesting. I'm excited for this video. Yeah, I have all. I, they're all geared the same as yours. So I need to know what I'm missing, and then we'll be good to go. Because it is so. And not to mention, I uh, I let I forgot airplane mode was off. So it was just like, oh, first attempt, <laughs> sweet. All right. Well, I guess yeah, I'm rolling with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully the video. Helps. Yeah, that'll that'll be a good. That'll be a good video, yeah, for sure. And, uh, phase yep. 2 is... like I could say from experience that Phase 2 for new guilds doing heroic is a big sticking point. So if there's a good video out there on a team like that... Because honestly, I don't think there are a lot of... Vi- there, I, don't, I don't think I've seen any videos on Wampa teams for Phase 2. Even though it is a well-known team that people talk about all the time, yeah. I don't think there's any videos for them. So... I think that'll be a good one for sure. Yeah, hope so. Uh, yeah, so you know, maybe we'll start doing videos a little bit more often. They're kind of fun, and uh, honestly, like Final Cut makes it so much faster. Like the amount of time it took me to put this video together versus like any of the other videos I've done, 
it like less than half the time. It was just it's it's a big big huge time saver. So I'm pretty excited to get a little bit more familiar with that. So the other thing I did uh, that I I think looks really cool. So the website I rebuilt the uh, the landing page on it. So when you go there, it's structured out a little bit different. You can actually go watch the live stream on the website. Uh, I changed the way the episodes kind of appear. So like on the homepage, you can actually see the episodes and our articles and everything. Like everything's kind of there on that main page. So I think it's a lot easier to get to. I will add a link for the t-shirt so people can go there and find that also. But go check out the website. Let me know what you think. And, you know... All of the articles and podcasts and all that stuff, like there are comment sections, so you can go comment on there and, you know, uh, have discussions and stuff on there that kind of stays there, which could be really helpful for other people. And also something else, if you're interested in writing articles or if you do write articles, like whether you post stuff on Reddit or whatever, you know, whether it's shortish form or longish form or whatever, and you like want somewhere to post that sort of stuff, hey, let me know because, you know, we've had somebody do that before and it'd be really cool to start getting a little bit more stuff up there more often. That would be really awesome. So, yeah, that that uh, that was pretty much my week in Swaga. I don't think I did much besides throwing some Zetas on my boy Grandmaster Yoda. That was kind of awesome, not going to lie. And we're going to talk here in a little bit about why I'm so excited about that. But why don't you go ahead and tell us what you did in Swaga this week? Why don't we do some live live comment chatting here for a second. Okay. And put you on the spot. So I saw one. Someone did comment on our website, and they asked, Are you going to update the gear guide with Fleet at all? Uh, the gear guide for fleet, I could once I get some drop rate data. Um, I don't have enough drop rate data to actually go forward. So what you're asking is kind of related to an article I wrote about the cost of shards. If you haven't see- seen that yet, you can go to the website and check that out. But I wrote, ar- wrote an article showing the price of shards per crystal based on refreshes and if you refresh attempts and stuff like that. So... Um, you know, go check that out. And, uh, you know, as far as shards in fleet shipment, it seems to be the same across the board. And so it's going to be equivalent to a hundred crystal refresh, you know, regular energy. So there's not much there to really update. But as far as the gear guide, once I get some drop rate data and we know that it's different because a lot of people have said that the uh, gold gear appears to have a much higher drop rate, which anecdotal but yes i have noticed the same thing so it appears that that is fleet shipments might be the next best place to farm some of that gold gear but uh you know it's hard to know for sure until we actually get some drop rates makes sense so with that said if you have information on fleet gear drop rates and you want to help to add to the gear um guide Go ahead and send that to the shattered order at gmail.com and anything you guys have that can help to keep that updated. We would love to keep that very useful uh, community resource updated. So Indeed. Sweet. So what did I do this week? Well, first off, I spent the beginning of the week 
finishing off the logo and uh, getting that updated. I guess that's yeah. not in the game, is it? <laughs> well, it's game. Well, let's go f- into the game. End of the game. Uh, after tomorrow, after tomorrow's raid ends, I will be either four. I'm pretty sure it'll be four. So four shards short on Treya. So it'll be one more nice. raid, and I'll have my Treya. So I'm pretty Hell stoked yeah. with that. That's super. It exciting. would be tomorrow if I hadn't missed an entire heroic raid, but I'm not gonna be salty about that. So no, not at all. Um. <laughs> After tomorrow, I'll be four shards short, so I'll be getting Trey this week. I'm freaking stoked. Uh, then I will drop all five of those Zetas that I have saved up. I'm actually almost to six Zetas now, so that's a thing. Holy crap. Um, <laughs> it's so weird seeing triple digits next to your Zetas. I'll just tell you that much. So but uh, what is your plan going forward with your Zetas? I mean, uh, I assume Trey's unique is going to be one of them, as it should be. But beyond that, uh, leader abilities, anything, what's your plan? Scion. I need Scions. I need Nihiluses. Um, I'm going to do Palpatine's leader. Okay. And then I'll probably do Treya's leader just to have it options. And that's what? That's five. So there's the five. Yeah. You get, yeah. You could probably save Trey as leader for a bit, too, just to be safe, because, you know, might, there's might be something else coming soon, but, um, you know. We'll True, and I have a, uh, I almost have the sixth one as well, so even if I did do it, I already almost have another one, so it'll work out in the end. But basically, Jealous. it's all Scion, or all Sith Zetas coming up, so that's the plan. The, let's see. Oh, so after our podcast last week, I started gearing up General Grievous. And uh, because we kind of talked about it, possible droid rework and what we thought was coming. So I've been gearing General Grievous. I think I got him to gear eight. I'm working, I was working on gear nine and then the info dropped and I was, I've completely stopped gearing General Grievous again. Because I Mm. don't think. What we talked about, I think HK-47 was foreshadowing to what we're going to talk about from the road ahead. Yes, definitely agree. So I don't think Grievous is involved in that at all, like we talked about. So I kind of, I'm, I'm going off of gearing General Grievous, but uh, I'm still gearing Talia. I know we talked about which Night Sister I should gear next. She's at... Uh, Glad you said that. She's a few shards away, or not shards, she's a few stun... No, not even stun guns. It's those stupid Mark III Mirson detonators from getting to gear 10. I hate those things. So, Oh, you need so freaking many of them, man. God bless. So many. Brutal. You're like, here, you need 30 for this one piece, and then on this other piece in the same gear tier yeah. needs 20 of them. And They're awful. Like, Holy crap. I hate those things. Yeah, they're, ter- yeah, they're yeah, terrible. It's, it's terrible. Pretty bad. That, that's one of those gears that whenever I see it from the uh, guild store, Buy it. Just, you're going to need them. Buy it. Yep. I always buy, I always keep at least one or two of the blues from the, uh, from the shard shop on hand at a time, just in case. Yeah. So. Nice. Let's see. Moving on to my alt. I've been gearing my geos to gear 12. So. Ooh. I just about have a Geonosian soldier to gear 12. Sun Fox about halfway, and Geo Spy 
will be the last one I work on, but I'm working on getting the geos to gear 12 for, uh, my fleet and, uh, Throwing as much as I can at home one because when ships dropped on my alt account, I dropped all my stuff on Thrawn. Didn't really wait too long, so now I'm just trying to buying every refresh the prestige from Arena Store and throwing it on home one as I go. So hopefully, get home one and the geos working better than I have them now, but I'm using them in the arena now, so it's been pretty good. So I use the geos, uh, home one. My first backup's Phantom, which I have fully maxed with the reinforcement. And then I either call in Poe. Let's see here. I got Poe, Reaper, and Crew as the backups. So nice. It's working out pretty good. I like it. Gear 12. Yes, Gear 12 Geos. That is what's happening. Yeah, that's... Uh, and then the last thing is that... Uh, say again? Going all out on the Going all out on the bugs. Yeah, you know, so the arena team, well, like, I didn't, don't need to gear my arena right now because I'm using the Grandmaster Yoda team, but I full, pulled out Old Ben and put in Wampa, and it seems to be holding a little bit better than it was. Yeah. Like, this week, let's say I, I dropped from 98 in one day to 211, and I'm like, okay, I got to change something because this sucks every day yeah. going further and further back. So, be way I used all five battles, and I got up... What's that? Be way better had you not missed a raid. But well, this is the alt, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, my arena, <laughs> my arena on my my A account or my main account is still top. I'm still getting top twenty every day. So okay, well, that's that one hasn't fallen. Once I get Treya, I'll be able to move further up than twenty. But there's so many Treyas up there right now. It's hard for me. I still can't figure out how to beat one. Without remodding completely, and I just don't want to do that right now. So, interesting. Yeah, but uh, Wampa, I added Wampa instead of Old Ben, so it's Grandmaster Yoda, Ezra, General Kenobi, Hoda, and Wampa, and that team only drops about twenty spots, thirty spots a day instead of one hundred and ten, hundred and twenty. That's good. So, yeah, I'll take it for sure. But yeah, that's what that's what I've been up to, just kind of figuring out arenas and uh, some fleet stuff and that's pretty much it right now how about you you got something yeah, else right uh, i'm reminded you of something yeah you did so you mentioned the night sisters and so last week i talked about like the way to kind of get the benefits of daka zeta without actually putting the zeta on her well at gear 11, uh, after remodding her and stuff, I tested the team and I got four and a half million, which was pretty good for me. I usually get around three to three and a half, and it was on my first attempt. Like, there was no research, just went through, and that's what I ended up getting. But, like, whenever I got to like seven turns left, I was way, way ahead of where I normally was, but I totally just butchered the second half of that, and it went downhill pretty quickly. But, uh, today and yesterday, I finished gearing Daka, um, got her to gear 12, put the two health pieces on her. She's at 38,000 health, which means that her heals are going to be for 19,000. My Talia only has 17,000 health. My mother Talzin has 20,000 <laughs> and some change. So basically, no matter what the Bonds of Weakness get to, I'll be able to heal everybody back up, which is 
one of the biggest points of the Zeta on DACA. So I am really excited to see how it does tomorrow in the raid because I think it's going to be really, really good. And um, I don't remember where else I was going. Um, I'm really hoping to get like maybe five <laughs> and a half, six million. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Uh, so yeah, uh, Night Sisters kind of awesome actually. Well, DACA at least the healing and the gearing, modding. Remodding. That's what I'm talking about. Modding. We're going to get into that in a second. I'm so excited. You excited? You ready? Are you ready for this? <laughs> I'm so ready right. for this. Finally. Let's do it. Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. Uh, real quick, right before we get into this, I uh, should mention Drew's question in live chat, which is, my night sister team is a Saj lead with uh, Daka, Talia, Mother Talzin, and Zombie. So, um, the road ahead. They they put this post out today. They sure did. Boy, like holy smokes! Right? I like did not see that I, coming. No, no, there's. So much to unpack in here. So we figured out why HK47 was the login character for the month of July. And the reason is Knights of the Old Republic. So have have you ever played Knights of the Old Republic? I played back when it came out. I think I played maybe half of it and remember exactly zero of it. Interesting. And then I have it on my phone and I... Don't like the controls on my phone, so I hadn't played much of it at all. But uh, yeah. yeah, understandable. I've got it on my computer, but I haven't played it yet. Uh, you know, I got it. What was it? The bundle thing that not too long ago got really good deal on. It. So I haven't haven't played it. Don't have time. Maybe eventually. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Whatever. So there there are a lot of really <laughs> really like characters in this, and the Knights of the Old Republic is one of the things that you always hear people mentioning. As something that they want in the game. They want some of these characters to be brought to life in Swaga because, you know, they're they're apparently pretty awesome from what I hear. So the big thing. More Jedi. So th- this is the reason for the Grandmaster Yoda rework. Right here. It, I mean, it, it wasn't random. Like they they were leading into this and so that makes me really interested to see what these kits are because that was the, uh, I mean, kind of got that impression. If you listen to our interview, you may have gotten that pre- impression as well that maybe there was something coming that maybe Grandmaster Yoda, like that wasn't it for the Jedi. There were clear there was no rework. They never excluded new characters, and that's what the whole idea was. So there are going to be new Jedi characters that I'm assuming are going to synergize with Grandmaster Yoda's leader ability really good to either finish off that phase one team that could be super awesome that will get a lot of these other guilds into actually beating Heroic Sith Raid because right now RJT's kind of a mid mid to end game type character. Grandmaster Yoda is a pretty early game character. So if you can, as an early game player, can actually have a really viable phase one team it will completely change the pace of actually getting to the heroic Sith raid. So they added Jedi Padawan 
Bastillus Sean, I hope I said that right because people fucking love the character. Uh the Jedi Jolie Bindo, uh Mission Vow, and Zalbar, which is a Wookiee, and the utility droid T3M4. So that is how many characters? Five. Five, Five. new characters from Knights of the Old Republic. What do you think? And two of them two of them being Jedi. Yes. So that's not too shabby. The so I should mention before we continue is that the reason they're doing this is because the fifteenth anniversary of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is uh coming up. So it's coming up here in July. So this month is the fifteenth anniversary of Star Wars Knights of the Republic. So Awesome. Knights of the Old Republic. So they they're celebrating that by adding new Kotor characters into this game, right? So um I like new characters, so I'm excited just for the simple fact that they're new. I wish I knew more about them. Um I will say this, the online MMO, what was the name of that one? Uh mm-hmm. Sortor, Sotor. Star Wars The Old Republic, I think it is. The MMO. Anyways, on one of the types of characters you can get or start, your first companion character is T3M4. So I know that character from the MMO, so I'm actually kind of excited for him, only because I've played so much time with him in that game. So that's pretty cool. But uh, So we had... um, We had... uh, Let's see. We had a guest lined up. First, we were going to ask Mythos to come on. Um, he had some stuff he had to do, so he couldn't come. Then I talked to someone over at Wikipedia, uh, one of the Wookies there. Um, he was going to come and talk, and I was going to translate, but it turns out that he couldn't make it. He's uh, sleeping in his cave or wherever he's at. <laughs> and so I do have Wikipedia up, so I want to mention a little bit of this char- these characters, just so we have an idea of who they are, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read two points, and then I'm going to stop, and then I'm just going to kind of see where this is alluding to, okay? okay? All right, so this is Bastila Shan, human female who served as a Jedi Padawan during the Jedi Civil War, born on the planet Talvraven to a treasure hunter her mother gave her up to the jedi order believing that their lifestyle of travel and exertion was not suitable for her daughter sean was found to have an exceptional gift with a force power known as battle meditation hey that sounds kind of like yoda's sounds very familiar supposedly hers is better than his is so it'll really be interesting if what they name her ability or if it's the same as yoda's and what it does that'll that'll definitely be interesting but uh, she was strong with a gift called force power, a strong force power called battle meditation, which increased her allies' morale while demoralizing her enemies. And here you go. Sean, Shan, Sean, Shan, sided with the Jedi Council when the Knights Revan and Malak rebelled against the Council and joined the Galactic Republic in its war against the invading Mandalorian Neocruisers. You heard that name, right? There are two names there. Revan and Malak, mm-hmm. right? All right, well, that's that's the first part of this, right? So now you have Jolie Bindo, right? Okay. That's the other Jolie Jedi. Bindo was a male human Jedi 
who served the Jedi Order and the Galactic Republic during the Great Sith War. Having ex- participated in the several Rimward missions, Bindo fought against Exar Kun and went to self-imposed exile in Kashyyyk soon afterwards. Near the close of the Jedi Civil War, he joined Revan against Darth Malak and the Sith Empire. Okay. So that's him. Then you had Mission Val. Mission okay. Val is a female Rudian Twi'lek who lived a street urchin on the Ecumenopolis of Terrace during the Mandalorian Wars and the first half of the Jedi Civil War. She preferred speaking Galactic Basic Standard rather than her people's native language and was the closest friend of the Wookiee Zalbar, which is another character we're getting. She joined the crew of the Ebon Hawk following her encounter with Revan and the destruction of Terrace and was a vital member of Revan's crew in the search for Starforge. By the way, if you're watching the live stream in the background, that's the uh, inside of the Ebon Hawk as our background this week. So if you didn't know, now you know. But anyways, served on the Ebon Hawk, one of the vital members of Revan's crew. You can see where I'm going here, I hope. Then you have Zalbar the Wookiee, also named Big Z by Mission Val, was a male Wookiee who aided the former Sith Lord Revan in his quest throughout the galaxy to find and destroy the Starforge superweapon. Okay. Cool enough. Zalbar's a, a Wookiee. We're getting a, another Wookiee that's not Chewbacca in the game. Pretty excited about that. Heck yeah. And then there's T3M4. Called T3 for short, he was a T3 series utility droid built as a master slicer for crime lord Davik Kang. His life of crime was short-lived, however, after Terrace was bombarded by the Sith, Davik was killed, and Davik was killed. He then accompanied Revan on his search for the Starforge. Okay, so are we all seeing the connection from these five characters and the one character mentioned in all of their bios that is not coming to the game right now i heard most of it i didn't hear it all because internet so why don't you connect oh. all the dots and tell us what the picture is so back when we were when thrawn was introduced before he came out there was a team that was put together completely brand new characters put together and then when they were released you had a little while to farm those characters and suddenly thrawn came to the game and you needed all those characters, right? If I were wearing a tinfoil hat, I'd probably be... A, I'd probably be sweating more. <laughs> B, I would tell you this, that it sounds like this might be somewhat similar in a way that those characters are going to be needed later on to finally get Revan in the game. That is everyone's idea. That is what everyone is thinking when they saw these characters. True or not... They're going to be awesome by themselves mm. just because we had HK-47, Scion, um, Treya, Nihilus, all those characters from KOTOR before now, and now we're getting five more of them. There's just a lot going yep. on with KOTOR. Revan is the biggest character from KOTOR, as far as I'm aware, as a non-player, and he's not in there yet. So I'm, I have to think that this means something to all those rumors that everyone wanted that were put on hush months ago for a for a while now to be the flames to be fanned even higher so 
I'm pretty stoked about this. Not only because of the idea of Revan in a new legendary, which is something that I asked yep. for, but also the idea that there's a new droid, might be able to help droid teams a little bit, two new Jedi after Grandmaster Yoda's Jedi rework, and then I got, I'm just kind of curious what kind of tags Mission Vow and Zalbar would get. Yeah. Scoundrels? You know, what What are they going to be unless they build a... Unless they add them to the Galactic Republic, but I don't know if they fit that yeah, way in canon. You know, so... I don't know, but this is pretty... Pretty big news just in the, in the way of characters oh, for the for game, sure. but also for rampant speculation, which is not going to die down no. anytime nope. soon. The only way this dies down is if someone like Capgas goes on Reddit and says that that's not happening like he did with the Jedi rework I don't thing. know. And even if he did do that, I don't think I would believe him at this point. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And uh, Will I Am in chat, Visas didn't get one. Could be very similar to that as well. It's because Visas is only light side healer. So might be the same for Mission Vow and yeah. Zalbar, but we'll see. Interesting. So that's so. really good information to have. I I mean, there's obviously the connection there to Revan and I mean, so that's the big thing you wanted was a new legendary character, so this is mm-hmm. kind of a hint that we may be heading towards that, especially with so uh, last year we saw the Phoenix Squadron lead into Thrawn. They all became farmable, and that was kind of the rush to get them for Thrawn. It could definitely be these characters with HK. Maybe you need like five out of the six to get Revan or something along those lines. Could totally be getting legendary, and I would not be surprised at all. I saw this awesome picture when I was looking for this Ebon Hawk background for the uh, for the live stream, and it quite literally was all the Kortor characters that were involved with the Ebon Hawk. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find okay. it again. It's not going to come up now, is it? Good question. I don't know. Anyways, it had. I can't find it. But anyways, it was it was all of them lined up and it was HK47, T3, Zalbar, Mission, uh Basilashan, uh Boli, Joe Jolie Bendo, and then Revan was in the middle of all of them. And there was one or two others I can't I don't know who they were, obviously. I don't know that much, but literally all of them standing there in a the picture and it was it was pretty cool to see, especially considering pretty soon all of them are going to be in there so yeah and as far as that goes quaid i'm sure darth malik once revan comes to the game will be the next thing that everyone is clamoring for so i don't think he might be missing and not be the top might not be the talk right now but once revan's in the game then everyone will need something else to to wish for you know yeah at least the kotor fans so definitely true wouldn't be surprised and I mean, there's a big gap between now and the next movie. We've been talking about that for a little while. Um, you know, that's definitely something that they could end up, you know, working towards. And I'm very curious to see what kind of synergy they made with these Jedi with Grandmaster Yoda, because, like I said, it seems like that was 
a huge part of the plan. So I'm curious to see how well they work together and and see what they bring. Uh, so yeah, uh, for sure. I don't think it'll. I don't think this is going to wind up like scoundrels, like the solo characters with preparedness, and all of them have to be worked together. I think that these ones are probably going to work together well, but not built with a synergy that you have to keep them together. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Unless they gave them a new tag, because I don't see all of these guys having the same tag. So unless you put specific names in their abilities to make them work together, it would be kind of weird to, or hard to make that happen. You know what I mean? Yep, for sure. Yeah. Well... Why don't we uh, follow this roadmap a little bit further down as we get into some other things? Mm, this is the fun things, right? Indeed. So last week on the podcast, <laughs> I, I talked about how one of the things I wanted at the beginning of the year was mod management, in which I quickly said, but that's not happening anytime soon. Literally less than a week later... We get a lot of changes to mods. Like, hmm. I, I I want to. Okay, you keep going. I'm gonna go to Reddit and find this post from okay. earlier that just cracks me up. All right, so there's, well, a, a lot of yawning going on here. Jesus, and, man, and you all right, lot, I, man. <laughs> it's one of those weeks. Uh, and a lot of changes coming to mods. So, I am a huge mod fan. It's it's my thing. It's, it's one of the things I like about the game. But, a lot of people don't. Like, especially new players. They don't understand the mods. They don't understand the whole point of them. They don't understand what's best and all that. So, this is a really great feature that I think was needed. And I think it's good that... Uh, Everything they've done up until this point this year has really been a lot more to focus on newer players to kind of make them get into, uh, you know, just get into the game more and maybe, you know, just, I guess, be more in depth with the game. And mods can be a bit overwhelming when you start, so... They're trying to make it easier and more clear for players to understand. That's some of the stuff they're focusing on. So they added, uh, you know, the three different things. The clarity, the ease of use, the balance, and the depth. And clarity is really important. Like, they did that with guilds, kind of an on-ramp program, and hopefully they do something similar with mods. We don't have full details on everything that they're going to do. But for the clarity part... We are going to have a basic mod screen and recommended mods. Um, what? So, okay. Before you continue getting driving straight into this, let me say this thing from Reddit while it still fits. This morning I looked on Reddit just to kind of see what the, the, the temperature was. How salty things were, you know. You know, what, what, what we're cooking with. And, uh... The best th- the best post I saw this morning was knowing knowing what uh, knowing what was coming later in the afternoon. <laughs> Reading this made me laugh this morning. So, anyways, this morning 
No, not this morning. Probably late last night. 20 hours ago. This is the post title. So I'm assuming we're never going to get mod presets because <laughs> CG wants us to buy separate mods for each character. Yeah. And then the the bulk, the bulk of the text says, I mean, what other reason is there for them to n- not update this? It's been one of the most requested features for well over a year. <laughs> the timing for this post could not have been more funny because literally, you know, 12 hours after he posted this, they popped the, what we're talking yep. about out on there. So I was cracking. Very entertaining for sure. Uh, and ironic, just like me <laughs> saying last week that, you know, hey, it's not going to happen. But yeah, this is this is great. Uh, <laughs> so what, what do you think about the uh, recommended mods uh, feature? I think that's perfect. Um I, there's a, I have a lot of characters that I don't have modded at all. Simple For the simple fact, I don't want to go in there and pick... I can't just throw mods on people without looking at them. I'm only because more. I want to know where yep. things are. So I have a lot of 53 char- level characters with no mods on them. But I have the mods to put on them. I just haven't done it. Only because I don't want to go character to character and go select through all my mods and throw them on there. I just... It's a time thing, and that's not my most valued time-spending activity. So um, I love this just because for the simple fact I can click on a character, click recommend mods, click, you know, put them on the character and be done with them. And then if something got put on them that I don't want on them later on that I need somewhere else, I will just go to swugga.gg and find it and put it where I want you know. And... Not only is it better that way for Swaga.gg, but also all those good mods that I have sitting on in my inventory instead of on a character, just because I don't want to put them on someone myself, um, they'll actually finally be registered on Swaga.gg as something I own and easier to find sure. that way too, because all my mods will be on characters and helping those characters because of their the recommended mods, instead of just sitting in my inventory waiting for me to say, okay, I need something with a good speed secondary that is a crit damage, you know, special, and this primary. And then I look through all my mods, and I have all my speed secondaries locked so that they stick out from the rest of the mods, and that's how I find things. But if I can just put them all on characters and find them through the website... It'll just be that much more easy. And then getting them on there is easy. Interesting. I I like it. Because, uh, I mean, it seems like everything they've done here really uh, uses Swagaga as a mm, companion, sort of. They didn't do anything that replaces Swagaga, which I think is good, but also a little surprisingly odd, but... Um, that's perfectly okay because Swagaga does a great job at these sorts of things. So, uh, like you're saying, the recommended mods is great. It's finally going to allow you to actually mod characters that you know maybe needed mods or whatever without just putting crap mods on them. That's not very useful. So that's really good. Now they also have a basic mod screen. Uh, the basic view is. If, you, if you're listening to this podcast at this point, you probably understand mods, unless you're a newer player. But uh, the basic mod screen is 
essentially just going to simplify the whole thing. And, uh, you know, that way you don't have to go in, you know, too in depth if you don't want to. You can keep it simple and get your characters modded and be done with it. However, but if you don't like the basic screen, there's also the advanced screen we all know and love for everyone that wants to go more in depth. So they're getting rid of its defaulting to the advanced screen. They're defaulting it to the basic screen. And then if you want to go in more in depth, like most people in the end game will, you can go back to the advanced screen to use that. But you can also use the basic screen to auto assign mods and then go into the advanced screen to see if there's more tweaks you can do to that to make it even better. Yeah. If that makes sense. So say it put a... So let's say like Wampa. It put a... Wow. Imagine that I'd use Wampa as an example. But let's say it put a um, offense cross on him and you wanted potency. Well, offense isn't a bad idea for Wampa. But neither is potency. Well, depending on what it auto-assigns, you still might want to change it. So you can go in. After you auto-assign it, you can see what it gave you. Go in there and it make it little changes you want at that point to make it better for yourself. But it gives you it gives you a better starting point to me than staring at six blank spots and hoping to find six mods that you can use. You know what I mean? So if, if you put those six auto in there and then you go in and start playing with it, you might, you know like what's there or you might want to change certain things but at at least at that point you're not starting completely from scratch if that makes sense i like that idea i might replace all six mods but at least you know you have a better starting point and you don't have to pick yeah it's nice once you have a starting point so that you can like see the stats that are moving up and down or see where they're at and all that sort of stuff that's kind of one of the big benefits to you know having mods already on characters in my opinion is uh, if you don't have any mods on there, stats are always going up. No stats will be going down. So, you know, increasing stats is good. Now, this is... You know what will be really... Sorry, you know what will be really interesting what? with this auto-assign? Is what the game and the developers think the best yes. mod sets for characters are. Because we don't know what their thoughts are. We know what ours are. But... Obviously, auto-assign is going to pick based off something that they have inputted into the game. So, what were their best mod sets that they thought yep. for these characters? That's you a really good mean? question. And I think that'll probably change as we go forward because they do acknowledge that some of the mod sets are kind of crappy. But um, before we get to <laughs> yeah. that, we're going to talk about the ease of use aspect that they're changing with mods. And that is something called mod loadouts. This is the update you're looking for. (laughs) This is what you wanted. This is the update we wanted and we deserved and needed. Finally. So, I have a lot to say about these. These are um, just fantastic. So... As of right now, I'm going to use the Heroic Sith Raid for an example. So, I have a Sage that I use in Phase 4. I have Resistance Trooper that I use in Phase 1. I mod those two characters the exact same. They are maximum offense. 
216% crit damage. And I don't really care about speed. So, the thing I am excited about, about mod loadouts, is being able to make, say, a mod loadout that is maximum offense. So, every best offensive set that I can have, I can put that together, and then I can take it and throw it on Asajj, or throw it on Resistance Trooper. And what's great about this is it's pretty seamless. Only a couple clicks. It will pull the mods off other characters that's on. Stick them on whatever character that you're putting it on. Um, I have some reservations about this, and I'll ask you about it in a second. I'm going to agree with a couple of them. I have a feeling, because I do as well. But uh, the the premise of being able to... So just like that you make teams, you know, for arena, raids, galactic whatever the squad builder so we're basically gonna have squad builder for mods and you're gonna be able to name the mod sets you're gonna be able to have different tabs for them it's gonna be pretty impressive i think from what i can see so you'll be able to set up a set that is maximum speed to where you have a lot of speed um you know maybe a speed set with a couple high speed secondaries high damage only and then, you know, you can have everything in between that you may need. And um, it appears, like, when you look at this, you'll see, like, all your mods, like, over on the left where the filter is. And it has the character's image next to them. So you know if a mod's equipped or not whenever you're building your set from what it appears. So... That's really cool. That way you'll know if you're selling it off a character. Because uh, you're obviously not going to sell one off your arena character or something for something else. I wouldn't think. But, uh, you know, you'll actually see whether that is on an arena character or not. So, what is your big reservation with this? Okay, so a couple things. Another thing I thought of while we were talking about this was... Um, if you look at this picture on the screen... The name above your mods on your mod screen changed from all sets to filter, which makes me wonder if there is a new way to search for mods. Interesting. Because before it was called all speed all sets, and then you if you clicked on it, you could click between all the different sets. But uh, yeah. if you go through, if you go, if you go to the character screen, right, and, or the squad select screen. And you click, uh-huh. and you let's say you go to assign a squad. Okay. Well, now you got you go click on the uh, the down thing there. Same type of deal as here. Now you got select filter, so it has everything along with a the search text thing. So I'm kind of curious if maybe there's something, some added search functionality here that wasn't mentioned. That would be interesting. I kind of hope so. It'd some, be nice if you could. Something has changed there. The naming has changed at the very least. So yeah. I'm curious if uh, if there's some kind of change to how you can search for mods. But, yeah. Obviously, they've added in characters that have mods on them into your search. So that's already new. So I'm assuming... I, I got to think that there's got to be a way to search through all your mods for a specific thing. I don't know, but we'll see. So the reservations I had, uh, the first one was, if you take a loadout 
that's on someone else and put it onto someone, what happens to the mods on that character? Do they fill them in with something else that's a recommended mod, or do those characters now have no mods on them? I would guess no mods need to have to go back and remod them unless you shoot. Which oh, no, there may be an option where it like says. a super annoying prospect. I'll just say that now. Mm-hmm. I'm If I were to... I am excited about this. I'm super stoked about it. There are things that make me pause, though. So because loadouts are supposed to make it easier to move mods, and that it will. But at that point, if you're pulling, let's say you've got a six set that pulls off of six people. Now you have to go to six other people and throw at least one mod on them, which is obnoxious. If it were to, this is what I wish it would do, even if it didn't make sense for the other characters. Whatever mods that person had on, swap the mod out that they have on with the one on that character. So at least they have a mod on them. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And that's going to be something you're going to worry about with specifically Territory War. So uh, Arbitrator in chat put, I wonder how it's going to work in regards to Territory War, though, as your mods are locked in. Seems you will still need all your teams modded, and I do agree. I think you know you'll have to make sure characters are modded. I am really bad about that. I a lot of times I go into territory war and you know no mods are on characters or mods are missing or whatever, and you know it's not really <laughs> good. But uh, that not that would optimal, be a really nice but... feature. But yeah. So that was the one, and I had another one, but. It wasn't as important, that one. Obviously, I forgot it. <laughs> Getting old. Number That's is, true. You are. They got... Oh, they got rid of the destroy button, thank God. Yeah, it's, that that was one of those things that was just odd. Um, didn't make a lot of sense. Really glad they booted that, because, you know, like I said, didn't make a lot of sense. Um... Anything else about mod loadouts? Um, not really. It'll just be interesting to see how it goes. Maybe, just maybe, we can get a button for mod loadouts, at the, and then they'll add a squad builder button too at the same time. Please, please stop making it so dang hard to get to these things. It's so annoying yeah. how, to get to the squad builder screen. Oh, I hate it. And I and I'm worried that this is going to be the same way where it's like ten clicks just to get to your your mod builder. It's I just hope that there's a a, a you know some kind of builder icon that you click it and you can and it has two tabs and you can go between the squad builder and this or whatever. Some way that it's a one click thing, get me there without all the rigmarole. Because Literally, let's say this. You don't have any energy and you don't have any arena attempts left. You can't get to the squad builder. You literally cannot get to the squad builder. Unless there's another way, and I'm not thinking of it. I mean, energy. Like, you're always collecting energy, so... Yeah, so you gotta wait till you have at least six, but if... I'm saying, there is a situation where you can be completely locked out of the squad builder. And that's annoying. So, yeah, I have to get true. you one of like uh, a, a, an really oxygen disagree. mask 
for you to wear during the podcast. So when you're not talking, you're just taking in oxygen. And then you won't be yawning. All you know, the time. maybe if we didn't do it at like four o'clock in the morning, it wouldn't be so bad. Mm, well, maybe you should nap. Take some naps. I, I <laughs> wish I could. I wish I had time to take a nap because I could freaking use one. Uh, I took a four hour yeah, one earlier. No, it was nice. Yeah, it must be nice. Kind of jealous. So the other thing is balance. Um, they are pulling up underused stats. What exactly this leads to? I have no idea. However, I quote, We know a few mod sets like defense aren't good enough to warrant even using them right now. We'll be making them more powerful while not decreasing the value of any existing set. This will provide more variety in mods without decreasing the value of any existing mods. The speed set will not be changing. What do you think about that? I think it's great. People aren't going to get mad about their mod speeds changing, but they're going to bring up the other stats to make it uh, to make it more enticing to use them. Um, the The interesting thing, someone put out a Reddit post, really, really well in depth post about the two year anniversary of mods, and talked about how possibly that the stats for mods, while seemingly unbalanced in their numbers, the number or the stats you got on the original way mods were introduced were more balanced than the way that they reduced them to, if that makes sense. Well, So let's say, because so, apparently some mods, some things they dropped a fifth to a fifth of what it was, some they only dropped a half, and, it, and we are where we are. I've been on record saying this multiple times, and I still stand by it. They never should have changed mods. They should have left it the way it was. People freaked out because they were big numbers. They're like, oh my god, my Royal Guard's going to have like 150,000 health. But everyone's doing My Royal Guard soloed the Rancor. (laughs) That's where the things were the real problems. Nothing was balanced to the new mods. So every single single node was was a one-shot... Every the raid was like over in two minutes. That like, is true. Nothing that was true. nothing was adjusted to um, the level of the mods. Not to say that the mod, if they had just brought everything up level wise, it would have been fine. But the way they introduced them, with the way they didn't change anything else, was still a problem. So the complaining there was yeah, legit, but they just because. Yeah, I don't. They it's like playing a game it, with a they game genie. Anyway. You don't want to do that every time. That's the way it was in time. But like, this is a game that time is where of, of the essence. So if you don't fix something in a week, you could lose half your player base. So yeah, That's they would, fair. maybe yeah. they would have done it in two and a half weeks or three weeks. They would have got it all figured out. But how many players would they have lost in that time? They had to do something and they did something. I don't think that it worked out as well as the numbers were before. Like you're saying, I think the numbers were good. I just think that everything needed to be adjusted to make them work better. But, uh, yeah, I was... I'm hoping that this does... I'm hoping them pulling underused stats is putting those ones that got dropped to one-fifth of what they were at the beginning as opposed to those that only dropped, like, half. Pulling those back up to a half so that they are all 
closer to on par, yeah. decent choices to use. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. And, and we'll see how it shakes out. But yeah, like, like you said, I, I'm a, still a proponent of not changing mods originally. I think people were freaking out just because they had big numbers. And I, I do, I think it was more balanced. I think they had more time to test it versus them having to do almost a, um, you, you know, a quick decision change on exactly what the mods do, how much they add, and all that stuff. So I, I don't know that it was done effectively. And, you know, hopefully it's, um, you know, hopefully the changes to these underused secondaries and set bonuses is significant enough to actually make a difference. So we'll see. We shall see. But they're doing something, they're uh, trying something. We'll see what right. it does. This next thing is huge. Yes, it is. What What did you think of slicing when you first read it? I thought it was confusing the first time I read it. But I've read it more, and I think I understand it for the most part now. And what basically what it is... Sounds great, at least as far as mods are freaking expensive. So, excuse me, whatever you can do to lower the price I spend on mods to find the good ones, I'm okay with. Because if I know what tier something is, like legit know how good the secondary stats are just by looking at it, I'll know much better whether or not I want to spend money or credits on it. You know what I mean? Like right now, it's great. Odds are, I don't want to spend money on it. But that's only because there's no secondary stats on there. But you can... But once you do it, you don't know if the secondary stats that pop up are going to be on the high realm of what they are or the low realm of what they are. So the idea is to kind of tell you what they are before you spend on them. Along with giving you yeah. a chance to upgrade those numbers to make them better before you start popping the upgrades on them. Yeah. So one thing that I thought was interesting is that mods with speed secondaries as, you know, green mods with one secondary are kind of going to be an advantage, I think, based on my understanding. You start leveling it up, it will level that speed first. And then it'll do everything else. So you're guaranteed to get a stat increase from whatever stat it is that you select on that mod. And if you can play that in and um, what's the words I'm looking for? I guess we should talk about the salvage thing. So because I don't even know where I'm starting on this. Uh, let's just I'm start just from the you beginning go, on the slicing thing. So, <laughs> slight, yeah, that's uh, brain dead. We'll see. All right. Ho- hopefully this turns out correctly with what I'm trying to say. So, slicing mods, no matter what level the mod is, they will stay whatever color they were at level one. I think this is how mods should have been done to begin with because you don't, I mean, it's hard to get an idea of how good the secondary stats are on some of these stats because you don't ever look at them. 
So if you have a color coding system to tell you basically how good the mod is, I think it's actually going to be pretty useful for the most part. Granted, there are some crap secondary stats that don't really help at all, but that's totally fine. So uh, they will be color coded based on the same thing that it is now. That's not changing. The only difference is you'll be able to get mod salvage and you can then slice the the mod and increase the stats on it. So if uh you know you have a gray mod, it can be sliced four times. It'll be sliced to green, sliced to blue, sliced to purple, sliced to gold. And the highest you can get to is gold. This is five dot mods only, no four dot, no three dot, no two dot, no one dot. Five dot only. And you'll be able to get an idea of how good the secondaries are on whatever it is you're using. And I think that's really important because um, it'll it'll give you an idea of what mods you can go back to and work on upgrading. If it, if it has good speed or good, I don't know, take your pick, good whatever. Um, I definitely think this is going to be really big. What do you think? I, it's confusing to me, like, what you're doing. Okay, so try to teach me here what you think. But to, the picture shows a level 15 mod slicing it. If you Are you slicing it? So if it's level 15, it's green. So it's green. It started with one stat on it. The picture shows yes. that speed has a two next to it, which means the speed has been upgraded once. Everything else is just what popped up after you upgraded it. Because we so, all know you will get only get one upgrade if you have one secondary stat. So the the one that you have is the one that's going to upgrade, and then everything else just fills in. So it's, 15, it's a level 15 mod that's tier D with one upgrade to speed, and everything else is at one. What is slicing going to do to it? Upgrade another one right. of those once, or is it going to upgrade yes. all of them? What is it doing? It upgrades. So it's basically it's a way You're to do another upgrade. Ah, yes. oh, okay. You I think get I know what another you're saying. Chance. So basically, you get another chance to roll secondary stats. So, like right now, if you have a green mod, there is a one hundred percent chance that that secondary stat will increase. That will not be the case anymore. Um, I, actually, I shouldn't say that part because I don't know exactly how they're going to do. According uh, to the picture, that is staying the stats. same. Part of the picture that's yeah, staying. That's same. my. Uh, yes, that well, is my no, understanding I can't say as well. That. However, but yeah, that's we'll, we'll, we'll to be determined. We'll see. So, um, you have a green mod level fifteen. Basically, what that means is you've had five stat increases so far, and uh, you know you've had your first secondary stat. And then, you know, so your level 3 stat, you'll level 6, you'll level 9, you'll level 12. And then if it was green, you have the additional one you started at the beginning. If it's blue, you started with 2. You get the picture. Then, you will be able to slice the mod and increase second stats, even secondary stats even further. This is basically just turning any old mod into a gold mod. It 
gives you an opportunity to increase one of the stats already on that mod. This is drastically going to change things, in my opinion. So, it's going to give way more opportunities to people with mediocre to poor mods. Uh, If you have a lot of mods and you don't have much speed, you need to be looking for ones that do have speed so that you can slice them and work on increasing them, you know, from the beginning. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so basically, I've understood everything that you've said now to this point. So, if you get a mod that is gold to start now, you can upgrade it to 15, and you get four chances at everything popping up and going and maxing. Or just four of your secondary... Four different chances for secondaries to upgrade. If you got a green mod, you only have one chance when it goes to 15. But if you start slicing it, you can slice it up to three times if it's green and get those four chances just like you would if you had a gold. So basically, exactly. you can turn a green well into said. a gold by by slicing. The only difference is it's going to cost you a lot more for a green to get to gold because now you have these salvage pieces that you use to slice. So it takes a little bit more to get those things to the gold, but you can now do it. So let's say you had a green mod with 5 speed on it. You upgraded it. It went to 10. Of course, I'm using a speed example because that's still going to be the case, it seems like here. But stay with me. Green mod, you got it to 10 on the first, or let's say you even got a six on it, and you got it to 11 speed on a green mod, and the rest of your thing's filled in. It's now at level 15, and it's green. If you slice it three times, you have a chance to get that green mod, what started as a green mod, which is the chance you never had before, to continue to get more upgrades on that now 11 speed. You have three more chances with it, if you do the slicing on it, which was never allowed before. Or... Let's say, for another example, more recent, like what we like to talk about, if you have an awesome offense primary that jumped up to, like, 80 after the first one, and it's a green, but you want to see if you can continue stacking that offense on that mod, then you would slice it, hope you keep hitting on the offense, and then you have an awesome offense secondary mod. So it'll be interesting to see just how much salvage you need to do this. Hopefully it doesn't take a ton that slicing isn't a thing that only happens, like, once a week to one mod. Yeah, it sounds like something you'll be able to farm. Yeah. So To some degree. We shall see. So, the interesting... Um, there was a comment that sparked my memory about something. Um, so, people are concerned about secondary speed stats kind of getting a little out of hand because you're going to have more mods that you can add speed to, but... People below you are going to have more mods they can add speed to also. However, I think the big thing is this kind of makes, you know, the gray, green, and blue mods a lot more valuable, especially if you're buying them from the mod store. If you can find a good primary stat that you like, that's probably a pretty good starting point. And that'll actually give you some options going forward as far as, you know, what mods you end up slicing. Um... I think it's going to be really interesting for the whole dynamic of the way we interact with mods, what mods we look for. Primary stats are going to become way more important. 
Because <clears throat> there are certain mod set bonuses that I don't have certain primary stats for that I need, you know. And um, this is going to give you an option to really see what else is out there. See what mods can become. Uh, it makes some of those other mods that you bought in the early days way more useful. Doesn't make them completely worthless, so that's good. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to add? Well, interesting question from Trash Tier Support in chat. Uh, I'm thinking of hoarding mods now, but not sure which sets, sets I should farm. Any opinions? What mod sets do we think are they going to up the value on? I would think offense might be okay. one that goes up a little bit. The offense set? I I expect health, offense, and defense to all go up. I would be shocked if they didn't. They need to. But, as far as mods themselves, you probably shouldn't be selling, especially if it has a good primary stat. Because these are just, I mean, it's what, three and a half million for a good mod from the store and less than a million for a mod not outside the store. So, I mean, you could be saving two million credits per mod. Two million credits, where'd I get that? That don't make any sense. I don't know. Toward a thousand, <laughs> maybe? Maybe that's what I meant? I don't know. You're going to be saving a lot of credits by not leveling them up quite as high or... Not, you know, not needing to, with them still actually having value. So, I'm not sure if my sentences are making any sense. Like, I am so tired; it's it's ridiculous. Did, did I'm that not make sure sense? my sense is making any sentence. That didn't make sense to me. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. Uh, it's 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 hard to. It's hard to figure out exactly what this is going to do. I think at the base of it, showing what tier mods are by their color is going to be good. I love. It's that probably going to drive yes. some. O- it's probably going to drive some OCD people crazy if not every mod on their character is gold now. But uh, it's going to happen, so get ready for it. And uh, if you haven't read the post, or you don't read the mod post going forward before it's introduced. You're going to be in for a surprise. So if you were listening to the podcast and you haven't read it, you should probably do that just so you're prepared because when those mods change, it's going to freak everyone out. Oh, Guaranteed. yeah, for sure. No doubt about I, it. There will still be people who have no idea why all their mods are now like purple and green and blue yep. and not yellow. So, so be prepared. Some, something else we should mention is slicing mods can only be done to five dot mods. Um I've seen a lot of people concerned that this may add more speed. Uh, if you have a mod that's 20 plus speed, it was either purple or gold to begin with. The odds of the speed increasing even more are extremely slim. This is going to give people who are lower... Uh, it depends on salvage. It depends on the radius salvage and how easy it is to get. But it's going to give those younger players a better chance to not waste their mods. And it's also like... All this stuff has benefits for both style of players, so you know, don't complain too much, but uh, you'll have a fixed number of 
you know, stat increases, and you should be pay- right now. You should be paying attention to what mods you have that have good primary stats and pretty good secondary stats. Preferably two secondary stats. That way, you're less likely to get screwed. But finding some of those that may be really good in the game and start working on those. Obviously, I'm going to make a video when. When we get access to this information, I'll be digging in and looking at how to mod, buy mods, all that stuff. Uh, I, I'm sure I'll do some math on it. And if you want any of that, you know, if there's anything specific, hit me up, let me know. But um, I, I'm i very excited about this change. One thought on slicing. I assume you're only going to be able to do it on level 15 mods. I don't think that you're going to be allowed to do it on mods that are not leveled all the way up. I I would say at least level 12 mods. I don't know about 15, but yeah, 12, it would make I think sense. Tw- yeah. 12 to 15 would make the most sense because let's say you level a blue mod to level 6. So you haven't unlocked the third secondary yet. So now it's level 6 and you've got your two upgrades on it. You only have... Two, or what level six give you your third secondary? I can't remember. You still only have two at level six, right? Uh, level six, yes, you would have two, assuming you started with. So, zero. if you, so, if you were to upgrade twice, you got two upgrades already. Two. Now, if you were allowed to slice a, lo- a mod at level six, you would have a third chance and a fourth chance at just those two stats instead of multiple stats. So let's say if you were allowed to do it on the low-level mods instead of 12 to 15 where all four stats are already done, let's say you did it on a green mod that was level 3 that bumped it up to 11. Now you do it twice. Now you're hitting speed every single one of your slices. I don't think that that's going to be allowed because then you can pick and choose what stat you want sliced all the way up and then level the mod up to get the other secondaries. So I think it's going to have to be 12 to 15. The mod level. Yeah. Interesting. So, that's that's just we'll a guess. Soon. And if not, hey, everyone can pick the secondary they want to slice, slice it all the way to max, and then level up the mod. We'll see which one so, of those two is the reality. This could actually make an argument for selling gold mods that you farm also, uh, because, especially if they don't have great secondary stats, um, you know, now that you can get you know, quote unquote God mods from basically anywhere. Like we'll see. You don't have to wait for the perfect mod show up in the store. You don't have to spend three and a half million credits on a mod. You will be able to spend 700,000 credits on a mod and hopefully get something really good. So I'm excited to see see how this is implemented. This is a really interesting change to mods. It, just across the board, auto auto fill, uh, the loadouts, the stat uh, upscaling, and then on top of that, the slicing. So those four things together are really interesting for mods going forward. Yeah. Um, Chebec asked an interesting question in chat. Are you now changing your mind on keeping three dot and four dot mods? Yes, this definitely changes my opinion on 3.4 dot mods. Um 
I, you know, I was one previously said, I, I, I love those mods because they're cheaper and a lot of times you can get similar stats. Um, if you're like, you know, uh, we had a out of order that I did about mods where I went into pretty deep depth, pretty deep depth. I, uh, pretty deep depth. All right. It's Makes okay. No Keep going. Anyway. March forward. So, we will make it. The quicker you go, <laughs> the better off you we'll are. We'll march forward into even deeper depth of the depth <laughs> of the mods. So, um, yeah, three and four dot mods I think are great. So, like, uh, protection primary goes from 15.5% to 16% whenever you go from three dot to a four dot. Maybe they change that. I don't think so. It's really weird the way they do the differences between mod stats. So, like, you know, a 5-dot square is 5.88% offense. Uh, The next one down at a 4-dot is 4%. It's a huge difference. So, I'll be curious to see if they close that gap or not. But that is the thing that makes 3 and 4-dot mods so valuable is they're cheaper Especially three dots because they're so close to four dots, but they're substantially cheaper and eh, it's marginal. So, yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how many high speed secondary four dot mods I have. So, once they start getting replaced by five dot mods that are better, then I might get rid of them. Probably won't get rid of them. I'll just probably start end up throwing those on lower end characters that I don't use as often just to have them faster to use in territory wars and other things where I'm not worried about whether they have five star mods on them or not. But as my more used characters get better mods from this and the new changes, then they'll probably be shifting out those four star mods or four dot mods. So, yeah, yeah. I'll be curious to see what this does as far as, um, uh, mm, I, I don't remember where I was going. That's happening a lot tonight. Something about mods. Jeez. Um, you're killing me. I, you're I'm killing absolutely myself. killing me. So, um, obviously, whenever it gets closer time, I'll. You can look forward to me definitely digging into this deep and figuring out how to optimize and the important things to look for. Um, se- selling off mods that have bad secondary stats is now probably safer than ever. I don't think they're going to redo the way secondary stats are done. I think what they're gonna, going to do to make a lot of these mods more valuable is greatly increase the primary stats on a lot of these. So... um. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So, something else to be interesting would be if they made it to where there were more four set bonus mod sets. Um, I, I think they kind of like it the way it is, but if they increased that and then made it to where you almost had to run a four mod set and a two mod set, and maybe the two mod set being like a quarter of the you know, four dot bonus or whatever... I don't know. Something like that might be kind of interesting. Might be a way to really change up the way people approach See, mods. I'm the opposite. I would love if everything was two across the board. I hate that there's some that are two and some that are four. And I know the only reason for that is because there are four. But 
two across two everything being sets of two would make more sense to me. It would make things easier to do. I don't think it makes more sense. Like the crit damage, you need to be sacrificing something to get that. Significantly sacrificing something. And if you're giving, you know, people with two mods, uh, if you're giving them the 15% crit damage, then, well... Well, don't... You you have to change the stats if it's down to two, obviously. Yeah, I'm just that, saying. Well, cut it in half and make it two. Well, yeah, that's what I just said. That's why I said 15% crit damage. I don't know if that's the word. So that what's wrong with that? Out. What's wrong with having two... What's wrong with having a two set for 15? Well, because that... Uh, the way it changes your options and the way everything works, you could get a little bit of crit damage, you could get a little bit of speed still. You're not really sacrificing that much. With four mod sets, you're sacrificing a so lot. So this is a personal opinion then. So, But there's nothing that says you need to sacrifice things. Why is that something that needs to happen? Why do you why do you need four uh four mod bonus? Items? You're saying you have to sacrifice something to use crit damage mods. Why is that a necessity? Because otherwise, I mean, we'll kind of have the same issue like that we have with speed. I mean, people complain about speed. They said they're not going to speed the change the speed set bonus, but I mean, like, do you want to be able to get, say, 5% speed with only two mods? Or do you sure. think you should Why be not? sacrificing? Like, should you be able to get the bonus crit damage with the speed? Or should you have to choose one or the other? The way it is now, you have to choose one or the other. You can't get the bonus crit damage with the but speed. But if you choose one or the other, the you're sp- cutting down the stats. So you're you're making a sacrifice either way. You're not getting four dots worth... It's speed, not as big of a sacrifice. It's it's all or nothing. That's it, it. Greatly changes things. I don't know, man. I'd rather they all be two. I mean, Their I would too for the simplicity off. of modding. That way, I could give myself what forty five percent extra crit damage. Yes, please, sure, sign me up for that. But I don't think it's healthy and good for the game. Well, okay. Now that you've said that, which you haven't said in the past, that makes sense. If you don't want them to be able to put more than two of a set on, well, that's what put I'm a cap saying. on the amount of sets you can set. Yeah, but you never said that, so I can't read your mind, so I didn't know that's what you meant. Well, that's- I thought you were saying you shouldn't be allowed to only put two. You shouldn't. I agree with you. You shouldn't be allowed to put six. All the same, all speed mods on, or all crit damage mods. But let's say I want to not do four, and I want to just do two. Let me do that. So compromise between the two of us, put them all at two, and only max out at two sets on a character for one mod. But then you're saying you can't have a broken mod set, basically. Or would you say that yeah, if you, can. you did that, you it wouldn't work? So if I put six, like right now, I can put six crit damage mods on a character. But I only get the bonus for the four because that's all there is. Versus if there was two... Are you suggesting that you get a bonus for the first two mod sets and then you just ignore the last mod set? Or you can't even use those mods on there? No, you can use them, but you won't get a bonus. So 
You put four crit dodge. You put six crit da- damage mods on now. You get one bonus. That's it. Make it the same way. You put six on. You get the w- two bonuses. You don't get the third one. But let's say you replace two of those with two crit chance. Now you get the crit chance bonus and those two crit damage bonuses. So just limit the amount of bonuses per type of set you can put on. So you can't put on... Can You can get three potency right now. So Okay, well this would be a lot of extra work then. Because you can put three potency on right now. Yes. Or three health or all those things. That's, so, that's I don't part know of the point I'm making. You can already do that. But so you're changing no. the way that it just. I that's why I like the f- four set bonuses uh, rather than like doing three mods because then you could double up. Like your sac, it's uh, what is it? Opportunity cost. There's an opportunity cost to going with a speed or a crit damage set bonus. Same with offense. It's just offense sucks compared to crit damage. So. Whatever. All right. So, well, one last thing I wanted to touch on before we move on to trivia, and that is that salvage for splicing comes from mod battles. Ooh. And I think it's so hilarious that last week I was adamantly saying that I don't see anything in the future that they would ever do to mod battles to make us do them again. And one week later, salvage for mods is going to come from mod battles. So, hey, surprise, they totally made me eat crow. I find that hilarious. Yeah. So. Yep, they made both of us eat crow. Uh, need a crow drop, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was your point? I forgot. Mod table. You're actually going to use it oh, yeah. for something. I think they're going to redo it. I think that there will be something. You know what I'd like to see? What would you like a to mod, see? A mod currency store with mods. Where you mod get currency, currency from the mod battles that you can then go and buy salvage with too. Something like that. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. At least make that a way to get these salvages Make it worth it to use your cantina energy on these mod battles. Because right now, mod challenges are the ones that get you five-star mods. Mod battles only get you up to three-star mods. So if you're farming mod battles, you're only getting three-star mods along with your salvage, unless yeah. they rework it. So there's got to be a... there's an, Obviously, the opportunity cost is going to be steep there, especially if it costs a lot of salvage to splice one mod once. Um, there's got to be a... a They've got to give you incentive to do it, for sure. So, yep. we'll see what happens. Cool. Um, well, are we done talking about all this? I mean, I think we could just... Me and you, the way we are, could probably talk forever about this. Probably and just, accurate pop up with ideas every five minutes and then go off those for another 10. But uh, I think that's it for now. I yeah. know that we're going to have, t- we're going to talk about this more over the next few weeks as more information comes out. So I think we could cut it there for now and be good. Well, I'm going to play this. Is it sweet jazz? Yeah. 
It might be. Why don't That's you go ahead like and tell us about some of this stuff? Well, I'll tell you first about the way that you're hearing our crisp voices through your ear holes, and that is through our Spark XL microphones held up by these sweet compass boom stands along with these awesome satellite headphones we use while we record. Very good products, very good items to uh, for any content creator, uh, gamer, just pretty much anyone that's into things that use microphones and speak headphones. I, I t- I'm telling you, if I wasn't a podcaster, I would still be all over this stuff for my gaming. Like back when I played WoW all the time, if I had this set up while I was playing, you know, I would have been in heaven, you know? Instead, I was using some crappy headset with a microphone attached to it that hardly ever worked. It was terrible. Anyways, Blue Designs, sponsor of the podcast. They have amazing products. They have all kinds of microphones from people that are just getting into it to people that are just high-end. They got all kinds of headphones for anyone. They got the wires you need, the boom stands you need. Pretty much anything you need for your sound, you can get there. And uh, if you go to bluedesigns.com, check them out. All their awesome products. If you decide you want to get something, put an SO pod at checkout and you can get up to 20 up to. No, literally you will get 20% off your purchase. So a fifth of your product price will be taken off if you use our code. And they just have some really great stuff there. So go check them out. Indeed. Bargain. What a bargain. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I'm looking for something. I can't find it. Yeah? Is it like Waldo? I'm trying to remember how I send the Twitch still to me. Because we have gift cards to give away. Ah, I see. Well. Well, you do that. I'm going to sit here and... uh, Nod my head to the jazz. I think I found it. <laughs> Riveting radio, folks. It's so good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is that time of the month again where we give out our gift cards to our Patreons and our Twitch subscribers. So we're going to find those and then, uh, yeah. Why am I? Well, we lost Wink. So there's that. Um, sir, where have you gone? I'll get Wink back. Um, but uh, for everyone that's watching right now, how's your week been? Do you enjoy these mod changes? Looking good to you? I hope so. I'm looking forward to those new characters for sure. Well, hello, Wink. Welcome back. Did you click exit? Is that what you did? No. No. Why would I do that? Okay, maybe. There's a chance. <laughs> exactly. I knew it. All right. So, did you get the stuff? I'm working on it, all right? I'm working on it. All right. He is. You ready to give away uh, the Twitch $30 gift card? I was born ready. Let's do this. All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. What do we got? Who is it? Oh, 
Holy smokes, it's someone in live chat. Oh, snap. Who is it? Uh, Quaid Discord. 3131. Quaid. Quaid with the winning, the winning slot roll. Indeed. Nice. All right, Quaid. We'll hook up with you after the podcast to get you your $30 gift card. Surprise, you win. Maybe go use it on some <laughs> new Jedi or something. Yeah, exactly. What else we got? We got some Twitch? We got some Twitch or uh, Patreon peeps? Yeah, so we have some to give away for Patreon as well, which I so am... How- gr- do what? I was say, let everyone know how we decide between the 10 and the 30 for the Patreon guys. So if you are the $2 Patreon, you are in the drawing for the $10 gift card. If you are a $5 Patreon and up, you are in the drawing for the $30 gift card. And there it is. Yeah. Uh, and it looks right. like we might have some winners. We like winners. We like making people winners. So, um, let's see. We'll go. All right. Here we go. I'm going to look. Get psyched. Here we go. Who is it? Who's number one? What are we doing? 10 or 30? Uh, this is, this is the 10. All right, let's go. Who is it? I'm excited. I want to know. Tell me. The suspense is killing me. Come on. Come on. Well, I have to go and I have to figure out who these people are. Wow. I'm sweating. Um. I'm sweating. I'm so excited. All right, hold. I'm having to uh, like cross-reference names and all this sort of nonsense. It's ridiculous. Oh, oh, you're killing me! I'm so excited. Are you? I just want to hear names. Elton Blues. Elton Blues. All right, El- which Elton one is that? Blues. That would be for our $10. $10 gift card, Elton Blues. Congratulations, buddy. Couldn't happen and to a nicer guy. That's 100% true, as far as I know. <laughs> now. Oh, now for the big bucks. Big bucks, no whammies. Who is it? Who's it going to be? What Patreon gets the $30 gift card? We've lost five viewers in the last two minutes. I think my excitement is scaring people away. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's that's probably exactly what it is. <laughs> Come on. Um, well, hold on. Hold on. I need to find a better way to do this. I'll be honest. Who is it? Step one. It is... Oh Come on! God. Hold on! Hold you on. said I'm it is. On it. 
It's been 10 seconds. This one is a longtime patron. Former Shattered Order uh, guildmate, actually. Rock. Oh, Rock. Very nice. Oh, jeez. Rock, rock for the win. I, I usually have a better system set up for, like, cross-referencing all these names and stuff. I think I'm going to go back to that, because this was a disaster. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say anything. You trying to keep things down. exciting over here. Yeah, I got them all. Alright. I got them. Sweet. Well, very Sweet exciting indeed. stuff. We will also have a Blue Designs giveaway to do here pretty soon. Um, I have an idea. We'll talk about it later. Sounds we'll good. We'll announce it on our Discord, though. If you go to our Discord, discord.me slash order. You will hear about how we're going to be giving away that Blue Designs giveaway. So, uh, if you don't already, before we get into trivia, t-shirt. If you want a t-shirt, go check it out. Um, If this is your first time listening to a podcast, we are usually way more on point than this. So, (laughs) just I just want to throw that out there. Um, So, uh, go buy a t-shirt. That way I can afford some coffee. How about that? Um, the other thing, patreon.com slash shattered or if you want to support the show. And of course, if you have an Amazon prime, you can sub on Twitch for free twitch.tv slash shattered order and get in the drawing for a $30 gift card. Like Quaid won the gift card tonight because he's an Amazon prime user and he went and subbed to our channel on Twitch that dropped the price of his Amazon prime by 30 bucks. Kind of in a way. So <laughs> hey, and it, it's, if it, it's eighty normally, so that's almost half. Hey, there you no, go. I think I think it went up. Oh, did oh, last time I paid for yeah. it was eighty. Yeah, it's 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 expensive now. Do you know why it's expensive? Why? Because it's worth it. No, oh, well, yes, that's that is a good point. I do enjoy the shipping. It's, it's 120 now. It used to be 99. I don't know so if people tr- realize this, but you also get Amazon Prime Video for free. That's true too. Yeah. That's and they true. have a lot of they have a lot of really good uh original shows. So if you would See, if you watch the tick, I wouldn't know. If, if you watched The Tick a long time ago when it was a TV show, the Amazon Prime version of The Tick is freaking hilarious. I love it. So, mm. good night, punks. Review of the night: The Tick on Amazon Prime is amazing. Maybe whenever I get internet, I'll check it out. Huh. All right, you ready for the next thing? I'm always ready. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the Force be with you. All right, so 
I knew what we were going to do trivia on this morning, and I meant to look over these things, and I totally didn't. I didn't either, if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> well, that does make me feel a little better, because then maybe we're on an even playing field here. I, we'll I looked at one character, because Bedor had a team that I'll probably mention next week uh, to take down Treya, and it actually uses L3, so... Um, I did look at that one, but that's it. Gotcha. Okay. Well, let's see what's going on. So we got is this, the final, is this the final episode of the season? I don't keep track of that. That's on you. I don't either. <laughs> Do we want to decide it's, it is? It seems like this would be either three or four. It is three or four. So... Well, this pen doesn't work. Let's make it the last one. What do you say? I'm only up by one, so it's anyone's game. All right, perfect. Is, is there a lightning round? That will severely influence my decision. Uh, not that I'm aware of, but you never know how these things go. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, if you want to submit a question, go to shadowor.com. There's a link there to submit questions if you want to do that. Let's do it. Let's do it to it. Question one. Here we go. Even though the trivia says question zero, I'm confused. One point. Name all seven characters from Solo Star Wars movie in Swaga. I forgot to play it. Um, the fart sound? Yeah, yep. you always forget the fart sound. There's seven? I got five. Right, I got it. You got five? Well, I'm feeling pretty great, oh, then. I got six. That was an obvious one. Uh, oh, I got them all. <laughs> what was the O one? That's all I want to know. I'll tell you in a second. I won't give you any answers. <laughs> not going to have another Bleedo situation on our hands. I have all seven, so I'm not worried about you. All right. All right. I have Nest, L337, Young Lando Calrissian, Young Han Solo, Vandor Chewbacca, and Kira. Wait, say them again? Nest, L337. Young Lando Calrissian, Young Han Solo, Vandor Chewbacca, and Kira. You missed one. I did miss one. That is six. Hold Do you on. know who one you missed? Second. Because Hold I got on, him. One second. Don't just give me a second. You've already read your answers. The, no, what the I hell is not. this? I read mine. I didn't read your... You didn't read yours. I showed mine on the live stream. Well, I'm not on the live stream. So, 
Unbelievable. Nah, you know. I got it. Who is it? I don't know how you... I can't remember his full name, but it's the uh, trooper. What's his face? You, you don't know his name? Doesn't matter. I know who he is. I don't know. This is questionable. <laughs> Range Trooper. Jesus, Dan. Trooper. Like I said. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Question two. All right. Question two. Here we go. Two points if all correct, one if missing one, zero otherwise. Uh-oh. That was the... Sorry, that was the... Those were for the answers. So it was Kiro, Lando, Han, Vandor, L337, Emphis Nest, and Range Trooper. Oh. Now what it says is for the rest of the trivia, only consider the first five characters. So Kira, Han, Lando, Han, Chewie, L337. Okay. Gotcha. How are we scoring that? You giving me a range trooper? Freaking guess. <laughs> Alright. Here we go. Trivia question one, according to the chat. Or the uh, window. Name the characters that can dispel buffs on target enemy. One point each. Two points if they dispel all enemies. That's rough. That's not fun. Ugh. This is very I difficult. mean, I don't want... There's no penalty for guessing other characters, but I don't want judges just guess random ones so I have one I don't know about you I have three three one, holy crap one I'm pretty sure about another one I I feel like is yes and the other is just kind of a guess well then I'm writing three down too <laughs> don't forget Ness. screw it oh crap <laughs> yes why did you <laughs> he is tired folks um alright well um I have three answers <laughs> what are they well I'll tell you my first one Nest. Why don't you tell me your really? answers? Because I have a question for you. I will show. I will show you my answers. My answers are Kira, Han, and Chewie. Okay. Well, that's fine. N Nest. Do you want to was Not one of them because Nest was excluded in the previous part where it said uh, only the top five, in which you would then ignore Range Trooper and Nest. 
So I actually okay, well, tricked you. There's the top nest. five of my ans. Here's my top five of my answers, and Nest was number one. So there you go. Um, whatever. Anyways, I have L three and Kira, and then I had Nest, but obviously Nest doesn't count. So question so- for you, because I know. No, I don't know. Never mind. You know, do you, in, you, know do you think of it? Do in, don't worry about it. Do any of yours dispel too, or dispel all? Yes, I believe. I believe it's Kira. Okay. I was asking because I know Kira does when she's prepared. Okay. So I wanted to make sure you knew that because I think that if I knew that for sure, I should get the two points and you wouldn't. But we both know yeah. it. So let's see what the answers are. And then I believe Hans, the other one I was moderately confident about and then Chewie was kind of a guess and the answers are it says Kira scattering blast one point but she if she's I'm pretty sure okay I got my game is she the only one she's the only one listed wow I'm but not I'm sure pretty sure up in game is fair. The question's over. Yeah, but we know all of these questions are about being prepared. Hello? Okay, fine. I won't look. But the when she's prepared, Cheater. she dispels everyone. I didn't see anything. I didn't get to okay. that. Well, we'll right. look it up um, afterwards. So we both get a point then. But I'm pretty I sure she dispels three. everyone if she's prepared. That's right. what I thought. Question, question two. One of solo characters' abilities okay. contains this. If it's blank's turn, enemies can't gain buffs or bonus turn meter during this attack. This attack can't be countered. Which character is this? This is so tough, man. I have I have a couple that I think it is, and I'm having to guess between them. I don't have the foggiest freaking clue. All right. Well, what do you do? You want to go towards the answer? Are you guessing? Yeah. One? Yeah, I'm totally guessing. Want me to tell you my answer? What do you got? Lando. Okay. Do we want parody or do we want me to just stick with my gut? I just want your answer. Because I think it's... Well, I chose Lando, but my two choices were Lando and L3. I think it's one of those two. I'll just stick with Lando. Yeah. I think it was one of the two newest ones. I thought my, at least that much. I I thought L three and then I changed my mind. And ended right, up well, being the answer between is Han and Lando. Young Lando, and I knew it was whoever it was is basic, but young Lando. This on his basic. Fun fact, Kira's basic also cannot be countered. 
Well, that's the most fun fact I've heard all day. As <laughs> Super we go fun. into question four. All right, question three. That wasn't. <laughs> I'm telling you, the first question said question zero, so I'm on three, but your your numbers are on four. All right. <laughs> Trivia <No>. number three. <laughs> Many of these characters can grant prepared to target allies and then lose it themselves, leaving the total number of characters with prepared the same as before. All five also have a way to gain it themselves, increasing the number of characters with prepared. Who does this by gaining prepared? And there's two answers. So A... At the beginning of... What, what, okay, I'm confused. Can you see this question on your Twitch? Yes. Unfortunately, I can see it. And it doesn't help make it any more clear. Yeah, yeah I'm confused. Many of these characters of these char can grant prepared to target allies and then lose it themselves, leaving the total number of characters with prepared the same as before. Also, uh, oh, not all. All five also have a way to gain it themselves, increasing the number of characters when prepared. Hmm. I don't... I, I, I can't even answer this. I don't understand. Okay, well... well I let's got my see. answers. I got some. You tell me when you're ready, and I will tell you mine. Okay. All right, I got mine. What do you got for A? For A, I put Han. Okay. For A, I put Lando. Okay. Because Han gains it when he shoots someone under 50% turn meter. I don't think he has it to start. Um, mm. And for okay. B, when they heal to full protection. Full protection? Is it really protection? I read that as health. Well, it says. Well, the, yeah, I, my answer is going to be wrong. I, I was thinking health because I'm brain dead. Yeah, well, I thought health because I thought that's what gave this person prepared, but we'll see. Who'd you have? Chewy. Yeah, Vandor Chewbacca. All right, let's see. Answers are... L337 games prepared at the start of each encounter and also whenever she uses one of her Mark special abilities. Mm. I almost put her down. Okay, and Vandor I Chewy games prepared whenever he heals... What's up? You didn't? I said I didn't. <laughs> Vandor Chewy games... Down. Gotcha. Vandor Chewie gains prepared whenever he heals to full protection via his unique. If any ally took damage but he did not, in a turn, he gains protection equal to 10% of his health. Fancy. Alright. What's the score now? Uh, the score is 15 to 16. You're still up by one. Alright. Next. Question number five. Or maybe right, I should question play four. question four. Whatever. <laughs> Who gains prepared? And there, there's A's, B, and C. All right, so 
each of these situations. Who games prepared? If a single enemy was critically... This is great, because I totally... Mm. If a single enemy was critically hit multiple times during a single turn. Alright, and C, or B, sorry. On their basic, if the target enemy was below 50% turn meter. Yeah, I'm not even going to bother with C, because I will get it wrong. Yeah, me too. I've got my answers, though. All right, what do you got for A? For A, I put Kira. All right, good. We got a little bit different here. I put Lando. Okay. For B? On their basic, if the target enemy was below 50% turn meter, Han. That's who I put as well. I hope so, because I told you on the question before this. That's why it sounded familiar. <laughs> All right, answers. Damn it. It is Kira. And I had marked her out to put Lando. So yes! A is Kira, B is young Han, and C is young Lando, young Lando has a 40% chance to gain prepared at the beginning of each of his turns, plus 50% for each debuffed enemy. Interesting. So you get one point up to 17. I get two points up mm-hmm. to 17. Tied. I assume there's a question five. We'll see. Is there? All right, so question five. There is a question five. So the one that breaks it all up. Question number five. Which character grants which buff to all prepared allies? Oh, excuse me. On a special. Protection up. This ain't good. No, it is not. This is going to be bad. Got it? I don't have my answers. Well, I meant for the first one. I was going to move to the second one. Oh, hold on. I didn't know there was another one. I think we have to put a character for each of these, right? Yes. So crit damage up, speed up. All right, so if you're looking at it, I'm not going to read them off. Well, the people are listening at home want to know. So the buffs are protection up, oh. crit damage up, speed up, defense penetration up, and tenacity up. Quoth would be great at this because he has all these characters we're talking about on Gear 12, I believe. Yeah, I'm sure there are going to be a lot of listeners harassing us about how awful we are about knowing these characters. It just came out that we should know they're from the new movie, but we don't. (laughs) 
Do not. I'm actually kind of embarrassed that I don't really know these at all. So, I've got my five answers. Let me rephrase that. I've got, so I've got my five wrong answers. I've got five answers. I don't know if they are anywhere close to what they're supposed to be, but... All right. All right. What do we got? So, go ahead and reread the question, and we'll give our answers as we go down. Okay, protection up. Chewy. I also have Chewy. Okay. Crit, crit damage up. Han. I also have Han. Speed up. Lando. I have Kira. Ooh. Defense penetration. Defense penetration up. L3. I put Han. Okay. And tenacity up. Kira. I put L3. All right. All right. Moment of truth. If every if if all characters went to one buff, I know I got one wrong. Cuz I put 2 for Han. But mm. we'll see. Okay, here we go. All right. Protection up is Chewy. Crit damage up is Han. Speed up is Lando. You Did you have Lando on that one? Yes. Okay, defense penetration up. Who did you have again? Uh, L3. Alright, it's uh, actually Kira. I got Kira and L3 backwards. And tenacity up is L3, so I got that one. So we both got three. Damn it. Looks like we're going to another week. So it didn't tied. matter if this was episode three or four because we got to do it again. We are tied. Time. Exactly. We are tied at 20. Very nice. Ooh, next week's content is going to be... Next week's trivia theme is going to be interesting. It is PvP content. Oh, man. I like PvP. PvP, PvP is fun. Interesting. I like it. Ask me, uh, ask me throwback questions about uh, tournaments. That'll be fun. Hey, there you go. Yeah, what could be more fun? <laughs> oh, how much? How many ally coins did it cost to refresh a battle? Yeah, that's a good question. It has been a long time. I think it started at. I think it started at ten ally coins per character, then went what up to twenty, then twenty-five, then fifty, or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't remember either. <laughs> no clue. Awesome. Well, that was fun. Oh, Let's try not to have uh, so much technical difficulties next time. And maybe next week we'll start like an hour earlier. On time, yeah. So, yeah, this week... I'm in an hour disaster. earlier than on time. Maybe From... we'll try 7.30 if, if we can make that happen. Oh my god, dude, that would be amazing. I know, Mr. Yawn Face. God. Gotcha. Yeah. I got <laughs> that would actually be early enough that I could even have coffee too without it screwing with the sleep cycle. So perfect. Beautiful. Alright. Well yeah. that is it for this week, everyone. We talked about the road ahead post. There's a lot of information in there, and I am guarantee that 
over the next few weeks, we're going to get a lot more information to go over about those things, along with whatever else comes. So Heck I'm yeah. super stoked about that. Um, I know that uh, Wink's got his video coming out for Phase 2 here pretty soon, so look yeah. for that on our Twitch page. It will be posted in podcast chat, Shattered or- or discord.me slash Shattered Order, if you want to join our podcast. A lot of awesome people there, always having fun, all day long, all night long, literally always talking in there so come hang out with us um as far as we go we'll be back next week but for tonight i think that's it so for me to you i hope you had a happy fourth of july and that the rest of your weekend is great hmm indeed later Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.